from the Acres Broadcast Center at Memorial Stadium. Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Dolman alongside Jay Foreman. Welcome to the fifth quarter show and happy homecoming 2022. Nebraska returned to action after a week off uh, with that bye. Took on Indiana in front of the 386th consecutive sellout at Memorial Stadium. And what a great night. One Nebraska needed. 35-21 is the final score. The Huskers are 2-3 and three on the season. 1-1 one and one in Big Ten play. And Jay, are you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> Tied yeah. for first place in the Big Ten West. Yeah. What a fun night. Yeah, we need to pin pin, pin today in uh, 2022 as the uh, hopefully the official turnaround in Nebraska. <laughs> what did you think of the performance by uh, by Mickey, Bill Bush, the entire team from start to finish? I think it was, it was good. I mean, obviously it was uh, a long game. <laughs> you know, it was, it was pushing the uh, longest game in recent history. It was ugly at times with the amount of penalties. Now, that's subjective. But you know the thing that really just kind of just popped in my mind? Mickey, Bill Bush. And look, I'm not taking it. Don't take anything away from the coaches that were on the, you know, previous staff before they had to buy in and, and understand that hey look we're professionals and we need to handle our business the energy that mickey provides and what bill bush can provide i think they did a really good job of pushing these guys through kind of like that gray area because it was 21 21 you know there was a lot of anxiety on that sidelines oh here we go again a bad call or a bad break and you know what they pushed themselves through. I like the aggressive play, taking shots. I'm sure that part of the reason why Whipple was upset before, they were there before. And it was no time like when it happened. It busted the game open. And then I like that they went out and finished it the right way. Uh, it's something that definitely they can hang their hat on and go back to work on. Nebraska's interim head football coach after his win, the Huskers' defeat. Indiana by a score of 35 to 21 to improve to two and three on the 2022 campaign. With all due respect to Jacob Drake and Emily Hatterman, who were named the homecoming royalty at halftime, he's the king of Nebraska right now, Jay. Oh, you know yeah. him. How do you think he? Uh, he talked about the kids. He talked about the assistant coaches and what they've all been through. But can he give himself a few minutes to be satisfied with the performance that he's been able to put together the last two weeks, which culminated oh. in a win tonight? Oh, for sure. It even started, you know, when he had to, you know, jump in the fire with Oklahoma week. I mean, that takes a grown man to look at that big challenge, knowing, you know, that the emotions of, you know, Scott getting fired. The situation with possibly with uh, obviously with Eric Shenander in the waiting in the wings or whatever, and trying to mentally get a team prepared to go out there and play, and you have to go from associate head coach, wide receiver coach, to all of a sudden running the whole thing, and then dealing with a lot of things that don't have to do with X's and O's. So it's a process that he he he, he didn't you know I know about Mickey and know and those is is you know from Vance and stuff. So I know what he's made of and I wouldn't this doesn't surprise me but um you happy for him cuz he generally you know generally wants to do the best job he can for Nebraska and he expects to go out there and win. He knows what it takes to win. Um and he knows that even though they won tonight, you know, they still got some stuff to improve on. So, yeah, he he, he should go and enjoy it, <laughs> right? And then when he wakes up tomorrow morning, you know, the energy that he has, he's going to be right back in there trying to get that same feeling, you know, to go. And, and that feeling is not going to come just by showing up at Rutgers. That feeling is going to come by 
by putting in the same amount of work, addressing the issues, which be penalties, without forgetting about some of the other things that you need to address, but then also making sure you continue to improve on what you do well, you know. And so, you know, I think they have a detailed plan. You got to give, uh, you know, if Mickey's the uh, – the king of the homecoming. I mean, uh, I guess you know I'm a big Game of Thrones guy, so I'm sure Bill Bush is his is his hand. He's the hand. He's obviously not the queen, so he's the hand. So he's he's his right hand man. And you gotta get look, man. And then like I said, you know you gotta give all the coaches on the coaching staff um, from top to bottom. The coaches that got elevated to new positions, the GAs, analysts, and everybody else, because everybody's pulling a little bit more and doing a little bit more than they normally maybe haven't had to do. And when you're when you're a coach at the college level, you're still a professional, and 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 they all you know got behind or been, you know got got behind Mickey. Um, understand it's not the you know ideal situation for them, but also everybody had a hand in you know how you get there, and they're trying to dig themselves out of out of it, and that's you know what you saw in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's one game, but it's a good it's good to see them because Indiana is a team that's going to compete. Like this isn't. Like Meatloaf State, and you can say, "Oh, well, it's you make you know they're, they're uh, you know lower level team or something like that." This is a team that is what three and one. Um, they beat Illinois. Illinois, quite. I was gonna say, quite frankly, the the if not the best looking team in the West, the you know the one B, you know besides Minnesota, uh, first game of the year and. Um, their coach is tough, and so you know they, they were going to come in and play, and they've been putting up yards at a premium. And so, you know, they, they Nebraska matched it, and, and I think, you know, Nebraska wore them down. Finally, it was a game where, you know, I saw in a play like when they, Nebraska had the ball, like number 94 was on, their, on Indiana. It was just going through the motions, right? That let me know in some form or fashion, even though their defensive line got, got after our offensive line, we had won our battles. But at the end of the day, they were closer to tapping out than we were. And we had – I don't know if – I'd seen that in a while around here, and I just think I mean it's one play. Like like let's you know I'm not going to try to over exaggerate, but I like the way they were in. They ended the game. I like the way that they won in the fourth quarter and stepped up and made plays. And they made they they played you know they had some continuity. It wasn't just hey score give up a score score and it's kind of it's like okay we scored we stopped them scored stopped them got the ball back. Had the best formation, the best play in, uh, in in college football history is victory formation, which we haven't done in a while. Yeah. I think that's why Mickey called the timeout was to just make sure we were all on the, on yeah. the same page with how to do that. We got some business to take care of. We'll continue our discussion here on the fifth quarter show. Nebraska's 35-21 win over Indiana. When the Huskers win at home, Runza app users win a free original Runza sandwich or a quarter pound hamburger with the purchase of a medium fry and Pepsi. Visit the app store and download now. Some of the numbers tonight, Casey Thompson, 18 of 27 through the air, 270 yards, a couple of touchdowns, did throw an interception. His favorite receiver, no shock, Trey Palmer. Eight catches, 157 yards receiving. That's a career high. Had the 71-yard touchdown pass that uh, really uh, did it in for Nebraska in that fourth quarter. Uh, 
Oliver Martin had three catches, 65 yards on the ground. To Anthony Grant, 32 carries, 136 yards. He maintains his status in the top 10 nationally in rushing. Taking a look at some of the, uh, the team statistics, the Huskers held Indiana under 300 yards of total offense, 290 for the Hoosiers, 385 for the Big Red. Nebraska, 270 through the air, 223 for Indiana. Uh, a lot of penalties on both sides. Uh, 11 for 92 yards for Indiana, 12 for 111 for Mickey, but he said, you know, if we're going to be aggressive, those things are going to happen, and they did, and then Nebraska had big plays offensively, big plays defensively, seven three and outs, forced right. by Bill Bush's defense, and the block punt, and the return for the touchdown, and everybody's happy for Malcolm Hartzog with that 30-yard return on the block uh, that was a huge play, and a big special teams play that has been missing for so long. You keep waiting for a big return, that hasn't happened, but a block punt for a touchdown that always uh, uh, usually leads to good things and it certainly did you mentioned something a moment ago Jay when you said he wants to do a good job for Nebraska right this is a different situation than an interim coach coming in say a Mark Whipple uh, many athletic directors might go with an experienced head coach who's won a right. national championship elsewhere but no Trev gave the keys to Mickey Joseph right a Nebraska guy so he wants to do a good job, as does Bill Bush for Nebraska. Right, and I mean, look, Mickey's Mickey wants to be the head coach, so he's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got he's kind of got you know double goals there. Um, you know, I think that you know Trev was in a good, in my well, at least my opinion, that he was in a good um, position to decide between you know what you know if it was a big decision between him or Mickey and Whipple. But I think you know um, it. I think it's Mickey the coach and the person before being a Nebraska guy. I think what the people didn't really understand what I was saying is it's a unique situation, but Mickey's voice in his actions, right? I'm, I'm a big on how people move. So when he moves with pure legitimate confidence and when he's coming to you as an offensive defensive player and he's like, hey, we need, we need better, it's genuine. That's leadership, right? Um, taking accountability and all that stuff. That's right there, and he knows it. And, he, and he's learning, too, but he's embracing it all. That's what I think was a big factor. Plus, he, you know, you know, he kind of understands what, what's under Nebraska's stadium, per se, his foundation. So I think it worked out well, and I think Whipple's fine with it. And, um you know, and, and you know it's 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 a it's good it's a good situation in a not so ideal situation. But I, I like I keep saying it's a unique situation than anyone in the nation because Georgia Tech just I think they, they can their coach right. Yeah. I think they wouldn't even let him walk like walk to his car <laughs> right right. So Arizona State uh, right yeah they you know put him in handcuffs here you know <laughs> how dare you lose down at Georgia Tech. But the thing is how it's a it's a unique situation. I think it's a can be a positive situation where you you can flip the script of this whole season in eight games and it's not like an off season where you're intern coach you still have your quarterback you still got your receiver Trey Palmer running back you still got your talent there now you just got to got to do what you got to do how do they maintain what was a four-quarter spirited effort. I think there was more spirit in the second half than I right. think we've seen in a long time. And, and Mickey noted that we can now, we proved that we can win a four-quarter game, but how do they carry that? How do they maintain that? Is that newfound belief fragile or is there a foundation because they have been close and they finally got it done? Well, I think it's a, I mean, of course, if, you know, 
you, you know, say you, you, you let yourself down, you could be quote unquote fragile. But I think the biggest thing they need to do is understand what they did to get to this point, right? I know for a fact the energy was better, right? I know for a fact the intensity was better from the coaches and the, the players and what the expectations were. So, hey, it's reset. Whenever that next practice is, it's on. Now, it's a short week, but that doesn't mean, doesn't mean mentally you're not showing up in, in you know, being mentally locked in like a game because I'm assuming that since it's they're going to have to go out and get something done on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday are work days. We're hitting the sky and we're landing in, in, in New Jersey ready to, you know, win another game. So I think the biggest thing is to do is just, con you know, look what you did right, continue to do it, add on to it by addressing our, um, you know, issues and in, in not only just penalties, um, but, you know, execution up front, offense and defense line. Um, and who knows, you know, what type of scheme they might have to run uh, against, you know, the, you know, Rutgers Scarlet Knights. So, look, it's a, it's a new work week here in about, uh, you know, nine, ten hours. Matt Cotney will be along with the highlights as well as the, uh, the, the scoreboard coming up in a little bit. Uh, anybody, Jay, stand out to you? Obviously, you've got yeah. Casey at quarterback. You've got Grant with the big numbers and Trey Palmer. But did right. anybody kind of personify, exemplify the effort tonight? Well, I think, you know, there's a few. Uh, well, first of all, um, I will say this. Luke Reimer always plays hard. Um, the the play that was all over Twitter when the quarterback from Oklahoma was running up, Luke was the only, one of the only few still busting his tail down there. Tonight, he played hard. I mean, again, and that's just kind of just rinse and repeat. But Hartsog, you know, being a true freshman, I, I don't know if he's 18 years old. He looks like he's about like 16, right? No, no offense, young man. I mean, check his ID when he yeah, comes. Yeah, we got to check your ID. You know, we got to. And then if you, I don't know if you can get on some rides at, uh, you know, or whatever. But no, just playing. He's plenty, plenty big. But for him, I think it was good. I think um, didn't hear his name much, except for when he made plays. Um, he competed the whole time. Uh, and then, you know, he was able to scoop and score and have a, you know, a game-breaking play that hadn't, you know, block punt and return for touchdown. Was it 2009? So, that, I mean, that's pretty special in his first start. And to be on this type of stage, night game, anxiety of waiting to play, um, he really stood out for me. Um, you know, I was it was good to see, um, you know, a couple plays from Ty Robinson as well, you know, just because, you know, he made one early, kind of fell asleep got a sack same with Garrett Nelson um, so it was good to see some guys Nick Heinrich coming back you know I think that came good for him man you know like come back play Oklahoma get a bye week let the hand hit up a little bit more um, you know I was really happy for him and you know what I mean at time you know Buford as well I think there was a play where he filled in the alley one-on-one um, -on -one, had a really good tackle good form tackle which has been you know some issues before so you know I think look they Luke Gifford or Gifford um, um, was a factor, um, and, and I think making plays, even though it's not you know perfect, I think is going to really bode well for him. All right, nobody's going to condone Turner Corcoran getting thrown out of a game, but I did check some social media, and some of the guys that we both know yeah. uh, acknowledged it, and you could sense that they were posting with a wink and a nod to him. Hey, for, hey, for dude, hey let me tell you bit. something. So there was a pipeline seal of approval for uh, this nastiness. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I, look, uh, we can we good. There, there's always saying we can temper you. You, you. It's it's easier to temper you down than to get guys to kind of go up. I like it. I don't. I think the last, 
the one that he got ejected for was that's a subjective call. I think it was very, very kind of touchy feely. Um, I like his aggressiveness. I like it. I like him playing left guard, stepping in the left tackle. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean that's I mean that's takes some courage to do that, right? Uh, one, you go from left tackle last year to left guard, you know, and whether you look at a demotion or just a promotion, is somewhere in between. Now you're back there. Um, I like him trying to finish. I, I'll say Anthony came in and he was finishing. You know, um, I liked that about it. Now was it pretty? No, but what I liked was the energy that it was given. And you got to give Brand Banks um, uh, Banks some some credit too, right? Turner goes out. He hadn't played that much all season comes in again I think he'd been playing a little bit of guard too a little bit of tackle didn't really hear his name I mean you got it you got and then you know of course you want to give uh, coach Donnie you know the respect but I like it I like the aggressiveness and he'll learn from it and the only thing I would tell him is because I'd been there before (laughs) when I was in Houston uh, we were playing Buffalo I'd got a kind of ticky tack horse collar and then I got a secondary taunting penalty. I didn't. For, they wouldn't kick us out of the game. They just. I just got a a, a, a white envelope saying I was getting fined. But <laughs> seventy four thousand people were booing, calling in the radio shows, talking about getting cut. So it's not that bad, man. You can always you, you can always survive after it. And uh, I like the aggressiveness and I like the accountability that he that he took as well. He took the hard coaching. He knew he kind of made a mistake. Mickey coached him in the moment and that's what you want and it's 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 good and um now granted obviously we, we get we can't have it every single week but I, i'll take that aggressiveness and we'll certainly take the win 35 21 nebraska gets the victory over indiana and the huskers are two and three on the year one and one in big 10 play and have a date next friday night at six o'clock against Rutgers. Welcome back inside the Husker locker room. Nebraska, 35-21 winner over Indiana. Congratulations. This has to feel good. I appreciate it. Um, it's a great win. Great win for the boys and great win for the coaches. A lot to be happy with. Certainly things you need to clean up, and you will get to that tomorrow. But offense did some good things. Defense did good things. Special teams. This was a team win. Yes, we talked about we had to be solid in all three phases. And for the most part, we was. And like you said, we got to clean up some some, some penalties. And we'll talk about that tomorrow as a staff. Then when the kids get in, we'll talk about it. And then we'll go back and um, get ready for workers, but we'll clean that up. You start a true freshman at corner. Malcolm Hartsock did a great job and then picks up the block punt, runs it in. You have to be proud of that young man. Oh, yes. When Mar- Malcolm came in, Malcolm came in day one, you know, just sitting sitting in front of the meetings, working hard, you know, just waiting on his turn, waiting on his time. He kept getting better every day, every day. And we, we noticed, <laughs> excuse me, we noticed him on special teams. And that's when he started playing corner. We said, okay, let's start him. Seven three and outs for your defense. Market improvement. Absolutely. You take your hat off to the to the defensive players and the defensive coaches. Um, Bill Bush did an excellent job. How'd you feel? You talked about communication. You had to communicate on defense. Was that better? Did you see? That's, that's been better the last two weeks that they communicate. They're talking. Valentino's, a slice of home you just can't get anywhere else. What started with a treasured family recipe in Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska, has become a classic Italian tradition for 65 years. More with a coach coming up. Download the MyCVA app and see in real time just how much more money you can make when you incorporate value-added grain into your grain program. Learn how you can get up to $5,000 signing bonus with a value-added grain contract at cvacoop.com. Huskers, a 35-21 winner tonight. 
the third quarter was odd. Nobody scored hardly any offense in that third quarter, and then the, it, the pop, the top got popped on that long pass play from Casey to Trey. Your thoughts about what that looked like? Well, you know, heading head into the fourth quarter, you know, it was 21-21, um, and we, we said, let's finish. We said, let's finish, and so we finished. We scored 14 points, and we shut them out in the fourth, so we won the fourth quarter. To be a really good football team, you got to win the fourth quarter, but you got to get the game there. So they got the game to the fourth, and they won it. You're up seven. You get the ball back after a good stand by your defense, and the offense puts together a six-minute drive. You had to love that. Yes, yes, because Whipples did a great job of, of play calling. The kids did a great job of executing the plays, and we got to continue to do that. we got to just keep getting better every day. We, we talked about in practice stacking days, and I thought they stacked days last week, and we got to come back this week and do the same thing. Turner Corcoran gets ejected in the first half. I know you talked about that in your press conference, so you had to put Brand Banks in there at left tackle. How did you feel like the line competed for you? I thought they I thought they really played hard. I thought they, they played hard. They went after it. They played with great technique, but they were nasty. They were getting after him. They were run blocking. And we got to take our hats off. We, we'll fix, we'll fix, Cock. We'll fix what he did, you know, and, um, and we'll get better next week. Get some final thoughts from the coach coming up here. Nothing goes better with Husker Sports and Fairbury. Fairbury premium quality hot dogs. Deliver the home game experience to your family and friends. Fairbury, the official hot dog of Husker Nation. Back with some final thoughts from Mickey Joseph next. 35-21, the final. The Huskers win it over Indiana tonight. Luke Reimers made a lot of plays in his Husker career. How about the interception that he picked off the guy's chest? Well, you know what? When 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 this, this happened, when the change happened, Luke was one of the kids that I called in. Because I, I know he, he was tight with everything, and he was a, a dedicated kid, the kid from Lincoln. And um, I asked him, just you know, just stick with it, just play hard. And Luke's a great leader. Great, Luke's a great football player. I think he reset himself, he refocused himself, and he played a, he played a hell of a game today. Short week, playing a Friday on the road. How does that change your prep? Does it, it speeds it up? I guess quite a bit. Yeah, it speeds it up. We'll get we'll get um, put this game to bed tomorrow and get on Rutgers tomorrow. Congratulations. Thank you. He is. Mickey Joseph with us after the Huskers 35-21 victory over Indiana. Our conversation with the coach has been sponsored by Valentino's, a slice of home you just can't get anywhere else. Jessica has more from the locker room coming up. Welcome into the locker room show. I'm Jessica Cootie here with Ethan Piper. What a game. How did that feel? Oh, awesome. You know, um, just felt good to get a win and just ready to keep it rolling. You guys have had to shuffle people around on the offensive line, you included, and then Turner goes down in the first half. What kept this offensive line together and allowed you guys to continue to do what you did? No, it's the brotherhood, man. It's day in and day out. We come together and work together. It's all of us. It's not one of us. It's all of us. We're, we're a family out there, and it's just fun to be with the guys and especially get to get dubbed tonight. What went into these last two weeks, again, as, a, as an entire team to be ready to come out and do what you did tonight? You know, just... Nothing changed. Our mentality is this grind mentality. Like I said, we came to work every single day, and hard work pays off if you just keep going at it and keep having belief. We always believe in the whole line room, and we believe that we're going to win tonight and it happened. How about the complimentary football between the offense and the defense? I know you guys have been talking about that, but when the defense would do something good, the offense go take advantage of it, and vice versa. How big was that tonight? It was, it was great, but like I said, we just keep believing. Like. The thing is, I think we're starting to figure out, just keep believing, and we'll, we'll go far. We work hard. We come every day, and it's going to be, if we keep feeding off each other like that, it's going to be a good rest of the season. What goes into a short week now before you hit the road again? You know, we just got to come back tomorrow, stay safe tonight, and uh, just keep, like I said, keep coming and grind. Did want to ask you, too, about Casey Thompson. He gets banged up a little bit, comes back out, and throws some incredible balls. I mean, what did you? What was your perspective of him and the way he played tonight? You know, I have all the respect for Casey. He's a great team guy. He's 
very humble. I'm he's he's the guy that he might be banged up, but he's given giving us all. I have faith in Chubba. We have a great great quarterbacks back behind us, three deep, whatever, four deep. It was awesome. So um, whoever behind us, but Casey did a really good job tonight, and I'm really proud of him. Appreciate your time. Congrats on the win. Thank you. Welcome back into the Locker Room Show. I'm Jessica Hootie here with one of the stars of the game tonight, Malcolm Hartsong. Well, take me through just getting the start tonight and just going into this game, knowing that you're going to be in a bigger role tonight. Uh, just started at practice. Like, I started, um, I was just going hard at practice, and he put me in a position like to start, so I took advantage of it and like gave it all I got the whole week coming up to the game. How ready were you? How ready did you feel to come in and, and make the impact that you made tonight? I was ready. I was ready for it. Like the game before, so at practice, I just kept on paying attention at practice. So like it felt right away, like I could do it. You're handling this like a pro because you got some teammates over here giving you your Hey, take me through the special teams, a touchdown, what you saw, and then when you got into the end zone. Uh, my eyes got big when I seen it on the ground because I never thought I, I knew I played defense now, so I never thought like I'd get a touchdown like that quick. As soon as I got my first start, so it was um, fun getting my first touchdown on defense. What was it like coming back to the sideline and everybody congratulating you? Uh, it was unreal. Everybody touching on me, tapping on my helmet, just giving me props for it. How big is that though? Just again, a special teams play it can completely change the trajectory yeah. of a football game to make to help make that kind of play after Chris Glarvik blocks it for you to finish it. I mean, how big was that for this team? It was big. We worked on special teams all week, and we worked on a plump block that we were going to do. He just said all week that somebody's going to come free, and when he do, got to get a scoop and score. And that was me getting a scoop and score. Love it. Describe the confidence that this defense played with tonight. It just seemed like a completely different defense that was on the sideline. The demeanor that you guys had it just seemed like you were flying around and having fun. Uh, we were locked in. The defense was locked in. Like we knew everything, what was coming, what we were going to get. And uh, in a walk through the day, like we were locked in, no mess ups. So it, was, it felt right. What was it like working with Bill Bush over this last couple of weeks as with him taking over as defensive coordinator? Uh, it was good. He just told us what we do, what we need to do in order to win, and he put us in the right position to win, as you can see. And uh, it's just um, good uh, play calling. You know, we've heard from players on both sides talking about playing complimentary football. So when the defense does something good, offense respond, and, and vice versa. How big was that? That you know, when the defense would come up big, the offense would go score when you guys needed it. You guys are seem to be feeding off of each other, the offense and the defense. Yeah, that's good. Like, we need to feed off each other. Like, when they get a big play on offense, we need to come back and get a stop on defense and vice versa. And how do you guys build off of this? Tomorrow, and you um, have our head on right. Appreciate your time. Congratulations. Thank you. Welcome back into the Locker Room Show. I'm Jessica Cootie here with Trey Palmer. Well, how good did it feel to walk off the field tonight with a win? I'm just happy the team won. We've been wanting this for a long time. We finally got it done, and I'm just happy for the team. What did come together? Just Not just the offense, defense. It seemed like you guys put a lot of things together tonight. We just finished, finished. We knew it was going to be a fight, and we just finished. Talk about the offensive line and, and what they did tonight. They had so much shuffling, and then even Turner goes out there in that first half for what they were able to do to allow Casey time to throw the football and get the ball in wide receiver's hands tonight. I mean, they dug deep, and we finished. Like, I always go back to, we finished. Hey, Ty. Oh, hey, Wano. And Casey, what about him and, and how he threw the ball around tonight? I mean, I'm just happy he hit the connections and we be doing it at practice, so it wasn't nothing major. So we do this at practice and we transfer at practice to the game. Yeah, describe the connection between you two. It just seems like he's comfortable. He just knows where to get you the ball. Yes, yes. What we do at practice, we work on throws at the practice, so our connection coming well, good.
With Mickey taking over as the interim head coach and Mike stepping in as the assistant coach, what's it like working with him? It seems like you guys got a really good relationship with him too. Yeah, we do. It's just like it's business, business. We work. We want to win games, so that we're here for the win games, and that's what we're trying to do. And then just the wide receivers as a whole. Oliver Martin stepped up tonight. There's other guys that. I mean, how big is that to have so many wide receivers that can step up and make those big plays? I mean, we been new. We can do that. It's just a matter of time they show on a big stage. How fun was it to see the defense flying around like they did tonight? Oh, they always do that at practice. But to see them do it in a game, how big was that? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I like that. And then how do you guys build off of what you did tonight moving forward? Just watch film, get better tomorrow, just go on the Rutgers. All right, Trey Palmer, appreciate your time. Thank you. Welcome back in to our final segment of the Locker Room Show. Jessica Cootie here with Oliver Martin. Well, I mean, I've been asking everybody how good did that feel to walk off the field tonight with a win? Oh, it felt awesome to uh... – you know, switch the momentum up and get a, a much-needed win, especially in uh, Big Ten play. You know, uh, anytime you get a win, it feels really good. But especially with where we're at right now as a program and in the Big Ten, like that was huge. Take me through the last couple of weeks and and what allowed you guys to put some things together that you put together tonight. Um, we we switched up our uh, our game week process. Um, but Whipple and all the other coaches, you know, they kind of had the same routine with uh, making the game plan and figuring out what plays work best against this week Indiana's defense. But um, yeah, that combined with um, our new game week setup is, you know, how we kind of prepared. How good did it feel for you to get involved and really from the start to, to be able to make some plays for this offense tonight? It felt great. Um, you know, I. I've always known that I can make plays for this offense, so it was just, you know, kind of staying patient and waiting for my time. Because um, I know once I get the chance, uh, it it's just an incline from there. So, how about Casey Thompson and the way he threw it around tonight? And, and he banged up, came back out there, fought through it, and and for him to spread the ball around like he did to to your, the wide receivers tonight. Oh, that that's what we want him to do, and we know he's really good at that. And it's a strength of our our offense to throw deep shots. We've got a bunch of fast guys and we've got Casey who's good at staying in the pocket, reading the defense and throwing the long ball. So, um, you know, it was good to showcase that and have some of those plays executed tonight. What can you say about the offensive line? I mean, they've had to shuffle and then even Turner goes out in the first half for them to come together and still do what they did tonight as well. Oh, it's huge. You know, uh, they, they set up the whole offense, whether it's run or pass, but um, there's a, uh, there's a ton of guys on the O-line that can that can block and you know do well in the offense. So they just if it's a man down, next man in, and we we have faith in him. How good was it to see the defense perform and fly around like they did tonight? Oh, it, it was awesome. You know, we uh, the offense. Everyone on the team has faith in them. We know they're all really good athletes. So just getting put in good position to make plays, and you know they showcased that tonight against a Big Ten opponent. Last thing, what do you guys need to do to? I mean, close the chapter on this one and quick turnaround Friday night in Rutgers. Yeah, uh, Mick talks about a 24-hour rule, so we'll watch the film tomorrow and, uh, you know, kind of kind of process that and then move on to Rutgers right away since we play on Friday. Appreciate your time. Great game. Yeah, thank you. Here we're with Quentin Newsom. Well, what got into this defense in the black shirts tonight? Um, just... Just, you know, flying around fast to the ball, you know, just being able to stop the run. You know, our guys up there in the trenches, uh, I feel like they dominated this game and that allowed us in the back end to play um, a great game, fly around to the ball, worry about the pass. And, you know, we just played good overall as a team today. 
Yeah, it was, you know, from the front, the inside linebackers, you guys on the back end, it seemed like it was all clicking. How much fun is that when you guys are all playing like that? Man, it was it was fun. <laughs> it was fun, man. It was just it was just great, you know. You know, uh the team knows what um we're capable of and you know the level of play we can go to and you know, tonight we showed it. That's a good offense that you guys really shut down, especially in the second half. So how much confidence can you take away from that? Um we can only we can take away so much positive things from this game right here. Um, just you know, just just knowing that you know we can compete with guys in the Big Ten. You know, um, you know we we got a lot of talent on this team, and it's all coming together. Even with the coaching changes and all this and all that, we still remain to stay together. Special team score. How big was that for this team? Oh, that was huge. Uh, after that, it was just like. And you know we haven't had that special teams score in a minute. That was a great feeling. Um, I think that just helped us carry momentum um, into the following plays. How about Malcolm and the way he performed tonight? Oh yeah, uh, Is that like your little brother. Yeah, man, that's, man. I'm I'm proud of him, man. I, I call him my grandbaby, <laughs> just cause you know he he from Mississippi. That's where my uh, that's where my father from, and you know they they from the exact same place, and wow. it's it's really small, and you know. Just, just being able to see him step up to the challenge, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of him. And then the offense, too, I, and you are one that you interact and, and talk with the offense, too, but for you guys to feed off of each other the way that you did tonight, how important was that, too? Uh, it, was, it was very important, you know, when, um, you know, this season, you know, things things haven't always gone our way as a defense. Um, our offense has been picking us up, and, you know, it, it felt great to be able to do that for them, too. So I know, you know, we have each other's back at the end of the day. What did Bill Bush bring to the defense this, this week and the last couple of weeks? What did, excuse me? Bill Bush, what did he bring to the oh, defense? He, he brought a lot of energy. Um, <laughs> you know, always positive, you know, always trying to get us going, motivated, um, and, you know, simplifying stuff for us. Um, you know, it, it, he brought a lot of energy to us. You mentioned this a little bit at the, the beginning, but just the defensive line, Ty Robinson, those guys, how big they were. How I mean, how big is that for them to play like that moving forward? Um, that's huge. Um, you know, just for us to be clicking on all cylinders as a defense. Um, you know, when them guys are doing well, it, it makes it easier for us. Um, you know, and it's, it's it's very important. You know, um, you know, we got a lot of trust in them guys. Uh, we support them guys. Anything they do, we support them. Um, you know, we stay together as a team. And for the defense, what do you guys need to do? To I mean, you got to close the chapter. Quick turnaround Friday night at Rutgers. Um, we just need to. Focus on the next game. Um, this game is over with. Uh, we got a victory. You know, we tomorrow we back. We back in Memorial Stadium, um, working on Rutgers. Appreciate your time. Great game. Mm, thank you. All right. Well, what kind of fire did this Nebraska defense come out with tonight? Um, just a, uh, just a hot, hot energy. I mean, coming off a of bye week, like we kind of just had a chance to just take our breath and just kind of realize what's been going on and just kind of get a little bit of similar similarity with the coaching and just what they expect and what uh, new calls are, they're going to make so it was just a chance for us to breathe and just kind of the chaos we had the first couple weeks um, but then we just it was football's fun football gets you fired up and when you're winning it's it's easy to stay fired up so it was a blast what adjustments did this defense make that allowed you guys to fly around like you did tonight? Just simplified it. I mean, that's that's really it. We've we have a young defense. We had a lot of new pieces from uh, last year to this year. Transfer guys like it's it's a whole new defense uh, personnel-wise than we had last year. So we just simplified it. They didn't have that the benefit of having seven-year guys like we had last year um, playing the same defense for a long time. So we just simplified it and just got our feet in the ground and played. So. It all starts up front, right? How about the play of the defensive line tonight? 
Uh, they played really good. Um, they played really good. Got a got some pressure on the QB and a. Uh, uh, clogged up running lanes like that. They did their job. They're not going to always be in the stat stat books, but they they showed up in a big way tonight. So it was fun. All right, your interception. That what a play. I mean, take me through what you saw. That I mean, you just ripped it from the guy. Uh, it was actually just kind of a right place in the wrong. Like uh, I was, I messed up. Honestly, like there was miscommunication between me and Nick of uh, whose guys we were in. We were in man coverage, and uh, the tight end I think actually was running free. So I just ended up in the right place at the right time, um, and I got lucky, honestly. But it, yeah, it was a really cool thing, and uh, so yeah, it was fun. You think takeaways though? I mean, how how big is that for defense? It's huge. Uh, takeaways are points for us. Um, so yeah, that's it's always a big emphasis to get uh, to get takeaways, get turnovers, interceptions, fumbles, uh, whatever it is. So that's huge for us. And then the special teams touchdown. Uh, how big of a momentum changer is that? It's huge. It was you you just steal seven points uh, by doing that. So yeah, it's uh, obviously lifted us a huge moment uh, momentum uh, builder in the first half. So it's just it's a good. Good game, good fun game. It was Chris Kolarvik who blocks it that allows Malcolm to, to scoop and score, and he's a guy that was inside, moved outside, moved back inside. He's a team guy, just wants to do every, anything for the team. You guys seem so happy for him. So what was that like seeing him make that big play? Oh, yeah, everybody loves Chris. Like, I mean, he's kind of he's kind of gone through like position wise of just flipping back and forth, different coaching, different coaches and stuff. And he's transferred like he's but he's he's all in for the team. He was on all basically all the special teams like he's he's a team guy. So we all love him and we know he we knew all week he was going to make that big play. So and he went out and made that big play. So it was fun. And Malcolm Hartzog over at corner. How about how he played tonight and, and again locking up there in the back end? Yeah, everybody, all the coaches are so high on Malcolm coming in as a freshman. He's he's making plays. He's earning uh, playing time right now, and he's uh, came up in a big way, scoring a touchdown. So that's awesome for him. Happy for him. How much confidence can the defense take away from this? I mean, Indiana's a good offense, and, and they move fast, and they do some things that make things challenges for a defense. So how much can you take away from this and build off of it moving forward? Yeah, it's all about stacking days, stacking uh, momentum, stacking wins. Um, so that's just what we're going to do, and that's what we're going to try to do with uh, Rutgers. I haven't watched a lot of film on them, but I know they're going to be a they're a Big Ten team. They're talented. They're good. They're well coached. Um, so it's going to be another big challenge on a short week. So we're looking forward to it. I was thinking, I, I joked on the broadcast that I think the one person that was the happiest on the sideline when you got your play, big play, the interception was Nick Henrich. So again, I mean, just the dynamic dynamic between you two. I know you're glad to have him back out there. Oh yeah, no. And it, it's it's just like it's so easier it's so much easier to play with Nick I've just had that so many bank reps uh, playing with uh, Nick so it was a blast and yeah he's he's got my back guys got his back and so he's it's awesome it's fun playing out there with him appreciate your time great win thank you.